Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we, Jillian and Morgan, review a romance book, drink something yummy, laugh our asses off, and rant about what we loved, what we didn't, and of course, talk about hot, smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We would like to note that this is an explicit podcast where we may talk about many taboo topics that include explicit sex scenes, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi, Morgan. Hey. How are you? I'm good. You? Hanging in? Yeah. Springtime? Mm-hmm. Doing all the stuff? Yep. Yeah. That's actually what my buzzing about crap's going to be because that's all I have going on in my life. Right? Fucking yard work. And yeah. prepping for so... my epic garage sale. Oh, yeah. Yay. I'll, <laughs> I'll be entering a few items. Yes. So I have that kids section covered because mm-hmm. look, I'm literally doing this for two days and whatever, like it's not coming back into my right. house. It's going straight to Goodwill. I don't yeah. give a fuck. But that's the whole point was to get rid of a bunch of crap that we didn't need in our house. So yeah. neighborhood sale. Yep. Woo woo. Um, have you read anything recently besides our required reading? Um, I am. Yes, but I'm only <laughs> two, two chapters in. But, awesome. Uh, it is a reverse harem. I haven't read one in a while because I don't think we've done one in a while and they tend to be fairly long usually. Right. So, um, it is Merciless Kings, the Boneyard Kings series by um, Becca Steele and C. Lamari. I feel like I recognize Becca Steele's name, but I don't recognize Lamari. So... We'll see. I'm intrigued thus far. Okay. But like I said, I'm only two chapters in, so we shall see. Yeah. And you know, you have to read the entire thing before I will read book one of a reverse harem. So I have to be prepared in advance. Yeah. Well, for this week, we read a book. We did. Okay. So we read Amelia Hutchins. We read book one of the Red Flag series called The Devil of London. Listen. This book has a trigger warning, uh, a note from the author at the very beginning of this book. It's like three fucking pages long. It is hilarious, though. It is hilarious, but it starts out and it says, this series is named Red Flags for a damn good reason. She's correct. Yeah. She spells it all out here for you. Yeah. She was like, you're not going to like these people. Right. You're not going to like their journey. You're not going to like their past. Mm-hmm. There's some real fucked up shit that goes down and I'm going to tell it all. Yeah. So prepare. Yeah. And if you don't like any of this kind of nonsense, get the fuck out. Because right. don't come at me all mad because you're offended. She is very fucking clear. So if I read anything out there about anyone coming after Amelia for writing this, I'm going to be like, refer to the three page warning that was placed in front of this book for you. It was necessary. It was necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to her. Yeah. Uh, And again, it was fucking hilarious, but at the same time, very true. I mean, I read it and I was like, what are we getting ourselves into here? Oh yeah. I feel that this is going to be a long series. Yeah. Well, most of Amelia's books are. Love them. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for this series. Like, I know that there's a lot of, um, she's got a lot of series going on at the same time. Um, and I follow her on socials. And a lot of people are always just like, oh, my God, when is the next book of this series coming out? Mm-hmm. And this series coming out? And she's like, listen. I have all these things going on in my life right now. Y'all need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. So I get it. So I know it's going to be a minute before, but it it was on a cliffhanger. Yeah. This book for sure. But I'm excited to take this kind of journey with her uh, because it's, it's real fucked up, yo. And I kind of like that. I will not be taking a journey. Um, (laughs) I am off the train uh, and not really for any of the trigger warning reasons Mm -hmm. or other reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, we are not timelining this book. It's too hard to. It's extremely difficult. Uh, so we're just going to pick um, some of our, well, some of Jill's favorites, probably not mine, or the most fucked up scenes. Yeah, that works too. Um, and we're just going to go forth. Yeah. So uh, why don't you talk about how the book opens? So 
I, before that, though, I think we should give our own little warning. It's like we're going to spoil some stuff. Oh, yeah. um, so, And I know this book is fairly new. Um, so again, and I think we are pretty clear about how we operate here at the Smut Hive. So yeah. if you don't want to know, like just read the book first and then you can come yeah. back and, and listen to us talk. Um, but another thing I think before we jump into the story of the book, the fucking cover. And I know we mentioned this last week when we announced we were going to do this book. And all we had seen at that point was the cover. I fucking love yeah. this cover. And especially now reading the book and realizing the character chaos yeah, it, it matches. He is just... It does match. And when I was reading the book, um, that is what I pictured because of the cover. Mm-hmm. It definitely works. The cover is chef's kiss. Oh, it is. It's so fucking hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so here you, you open up this book and what you get right after chapter one is it says the past. And it's basically saying blood covered my wedding gown, staining it crimson. Yup. That's how we open this book. You open this book uh, with your main female character. I think the way to pronounce her name is Adarin. Listen, Lana, can we just pause for a moment? Oh, she's going to do her thing about the names. I love Amelia, but... The names. Girl! <laughs> Can we get some names that I can pronounce in here? I literally, every single character, I'm like, what is this name? I spend at least 30 seconds saying all the different ways in my brain that it's just easier for me to read a book if I can, like, read the name and I'm not stumbling over it every five seconds. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of characters. The names are really fucking weird. <laughs> I don't even know... Anyway, that's yeah. it. That's all I'm saying about it. But the names in this are out of control. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Adarin is how we're going to pronounce it. Hopefully okay. we, we did it right. <laughs> anyway, so it's her wedding. Okay. So it just says the past, but I'm thinking it's like 1800s kind of situation. We're in London. This girl named Adarin is about ready to marry like a lord. And then it's bloodshed. Like, it's before the I do's even happen. She is, like, there's currently, like, brain matter between her Ugh. boobs. Right. Her dress is covered completely in blood. There are limbs everywhere. People are dead everywhere. They're inside a fucking Catholic church. And the devil. The devil is who did it. Who's there slaughtering everybody there with his men. A very hot sexy devil. Yeah, he is. So, basically... You are introduced then to, again with the names, uh, Chaos Nasir, the devil in London. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he has men and there's a lot of men, but his main man is Merrick. Again, hopefully we're saying it right. That's how we're going to say it's it. It's not spelled just as you think Merrick would be spelled. There's yeah. like unnecessary letters. There. There's like unnecessary H's. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Anyway, Merrick. Okay. So Merrick. So anyway, so she is like holy fuck why is he even here why can't he just let me go and you're understanding that there's a past right there's this like ownership kind of past there's this hate there's this love there's this fear well there's a past to the past so like what we're reading right now says the past is like the chapter title mm -hmm. but you're starting to realize that for the characters chaos and adarin mm-hmm there is a past outside of what we're reading right now. Right. A long, nasty past. Right. So there's a past to the past to the past. Right. Right. So you're getting chaos basically telling her, who the fuck do you think you are going to get married? Right. Like, I fucking told you. Like, you're no. mine. Right. You can't, you don't belong to anyone else and blah, blah, blah. And then, but he's also talking to her like she's a piece of shit. Right. And so you're like, well, I don't think you love her because right. now you just, you just own her. And she was just like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. I was going to marry this man. Like I love him. And then they're like, yeah, that was the wrong thing to say. Cause he was actually like coward. Uh, the guy she was going to marry, like as all this slaughtering is going on, like he completely ditched her in the middle of the church and he's like hiding and chaos is like, who the fuck do you think? Like this guy, really right. this guy. 
So anyway, there's this banter, there's this back and forth. There's this, you can again, tell that she's very fearful of him and that he's very powerful because duh, he's leading this like angry mob. And it's very like hate love. It is very much hate like, love. Like right now there's no love, but she straight up hates his guts. Yes. And it has something to do with her family sold her to him and he was running brothels or something like that. And she burnt one down. So now she's in like servitude to him. And you're like, well, how did you burn it down? And he blames her for like killing people. And she's like, it wasn't my fault. I didn't know I was going to get this power. And you're like, okay, cool, cool. You're a witch. There's, okay. there's some you're power. Best, okay. Right. Supernatural. This is how we're going. Yeah. It's supernatural. Cool. Anyway. So, but let's talk, we're going to move on from this part because it doesn't really end well for them, but they're all alive. But here's the, here's the deal. This is the first two chapters and there's this scene. I, and again, if you have, this is, it happens in the first two chapters. If you read this scene, we're about to explain to you and you can't handle it. Get out. Stop. Yeah. Because there's nothing that's going to get better that's going to help you with your little tender heart feel better about what's happening between all these people in the future of this book. So stop if you can't handle this. Okay. So Chaos is super pissed off that she was going to marry this other dude and this other dude's a prick. Okay. Mm -hmm. So at some point, he chops this other dude's hand off. Arm. Arm. Like elbow down. Yeah, elbow down. Yeah. Okay. So he, uh, I think he makes her like get on her knees and suck him off or whatever. And then like the guy with the half arm saw it happening. He was like, oh, you are a hoe and I can't believe I was going to marry you. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed because I like it. And they kill him. Like, or he's, you know, finally dead or whatever. Right. But not before <laughs> chaos flips her over the altar or some shit and like tears off her wedding dress and he's talking mean shit to her and he's touching her and it's you don't know what's about to happen but she's getting off because she's like oh fingers so she's getting off and it's a great time and then it actually was the dead guy's hand he finger fucked her with her dead fiance's arm i have no words honestly here's the thing so i'm reading this yep and as a reader, mm-hmm. you think it's chaos, mm-hmm. just as she does. Right. Um, and then when she realizes it's the fingers of the arm, uh, <laughs> I literally set my Kindle down <laughs> on my lap and was like, all right, so this is where we're going with this <laughs> book. I need to like, just for a moment, mentally prepare my brain. hmm because shit's about to get fucked up. I mean, shit is fucked like, up, never... but it's gonna get, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Merrick does come in, uh, like, after she orgasms from this hand. Right. And he's like, no, you did not. Mm-hmm. And Cass is like, yeah, I fucking did. And he's like, you're disgusting. Yeah. Like, there's something seriously wrong with you. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to say like at this point, I think is when we learn that, um, Merrick has a past with Adderin as well. Mm-hmm. So he does think it's fucked up cause it is fucked up, but he, uh, also like loves her. So he's also like cringing. Right. There's a whole past thing, which we might, we'll probably get into later, but, um, I liked Merrick actually, and I, I was really sad for him in this book. I was too. He calls her little bird. Yeah, it's so cute. Also, she calls him shadow. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chaos calls her brat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that every time he says it, she's like, "How many fucking times do I have to tell you to not fucking call me that?" Mm-hmm. Um, brat and slut. Those are like his main, there's no sweetness. There's no, no sweetness between these two characters. I no. Mean, are there hints of it here and there? Sure. Right. But, uh, n- no, yeah. not much. I mean, they're real nasty to each other. They really are. It's a very like hate fuck situation, except here's the thing, guys. They don't fuck in this book. 
Mm-mm. Not they can't right. fuck it. They can't uh, due to some it's a curse. spell or curse or whatever the hell. They can't fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, if they do fuck, she like dies or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and Merrick can fuck her. Uh, and has in the past, mm-hmm. but Chaos doesn't let him anymore. Right. But she doesn't know that Merrick has fucked her. No, she has no memory. Okay, so here's here's her deal. Here's her deal. But we digress. She, okay, so she is reincarnated. Like, Chaos can always find her soul she's the other half of his soul right so she they they've lived for like thousands of years okay and he's king she was his queen yeah she did something to piss off the gods that were more powerful than them and so the gods cursed them and chaos and all his men including merrick um are like demons they're like incubus Mm -hmm. okay and their deal is, is that they're cursed to keep, you know, they're not going to die. They have their memories. Yeah. She doesn't. And yeah. she dies and has to be reborn. Yeah. And then they have to try to find her before her life's all fucked up. And every time they find her, her life is all fucked up. Do you think, just side note, do you think she looks different every time? Or do you think she looks the same? She's just like living by a different name. Because I feel like when... There's a point in the book where she like walks up to Chaos's club and they know it's her. Right. So I feel like she gets reincarnated, but she's still is the same. Yeah, I feel like she could look the same, but I feel like these kind of demons and like the connection that you're talking about for eons and eons yeah. is like felt on a different level than just okay. what they look like. But he's fucking hot, yo. That's yeah. what I will yeah. say. Um, okay, so anyway, so because she did this. Uh, when she was her original self back in the day, um, they basically are all cursed because of her, but they all love her. So the men love her because they're a family. The men love her because they were the queen and they protect chaos because he's the king. Merrick is like, you know, the one in charge, but here's the deal. Before she was the queen, she was with Merrick. Yeah. Okay. And soon as Merrick introduced her to chaos, chaos realized that's my fucking soulmate. That's my mate. So they had no choice but to be, and she loves chaos. So they had no choice but to be together. So Merrick, of course, has no choice but to be loyal to his king and his queen. But he's real heartbroken, yo. I feel so bad for him. But his curse gets worse. Yeah. So he's an incubus. Incubus fuck to feed like they. Mm-hmm. Um, he cannot get off with any woman except her. And he can't fuck her because she belongs to the, his boy, his king. Right. And he has to get permission to fuck He has to get chaos. permission because if he doesn't fuck, eventually he'll go mad. Yeah. So I feel like it gets to the point within these eons of years mm-hmm. that he gets to the point of going mad and then chaos lets him fuck her. She doesn't know it. She dies and right. then wakes up and she has a different life. Oh, poor man. Yeah. And chaos's curse is that he can't stick his dick in her. Yeah. Literally, she will die and not come back and he not can be do reborn. Else, yes. But he can't like penetrate her body. Right. So, in his mind, okay, chaos feels the absolute best way to handle the, the lot in life that he has been dealt mm-hmm. is to, to hate her and to treat her like right. fucking shit, but keep her close right. at the same time. So, you're talking thousands of years, and he was like, yep. For like a hundred years, she was like chained to my bed, but he won't fuck her. And he always tells her like, you're not worth fucking, but he will do everything else to her. And she does all the things to him, but he will never fuck her, but he won't let anyone else have her either. So that's all fucked up. Okay. But to put things on top of that, to make it even more fun and complicated, for whatever reason, she didn't die this time. So I don't know. They're, they're in, let's say 1900s, Louisiana, New Orleans, whatever, uh, they were running a brothel. It's always a brothel and, um, she dies. So they bury her. They think she died, mm-hmm. but she didn't die. She crawled out of her grave. Like some, the people that killed her, like did something to her. Right. 
And so, yeah. So they think she's dead. They buried her. Chaos and his boys go riding off to where she's going to be reborn next as soon as they feel the mm-hmm. pull. And then they don't feel it. And they go back and find out she climbed out of her grave. Well, when she climbed out of her grave, these people found her and thought she was hysterical because that's what women were back in the day mm-hmm. and put her in this sanatorium. Well, the sanatorium was ran by fucking monsters. Listen, this is the worst part of the book. This really is. I I read through it, but as I was reading it, I was cringing. I was cringing more reading this than I did in uh, Den of Vipers. Oh, yeah. She was getting fucked that night. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yikes. Yeah. So, essentially, this sanitarium, uh, all the creatures... All the creatures are there. Yeah. Vampires, fae. And they essentially. They have these women. They have these women. They hold them down. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, obviously vampires need blood. Mm -hmm. Uh, These vampires feel the blood is best during like pleasure. The person that's bleeding is getting pleasure. Mm -hmm. And then you have monsters that are like they feed off of pleasure and then you have monsters that feed off of pain and then you have monsters that i don't even know what else other monsters and they all are like surrounding her and like doing awful terrible sexual things to her Mm -hmm. and where she literally just is like i want to die like i need somebody to kill me immediately like i don't want to do this anymore they're like fucking her with like some electrical probe mm-hmm. um to get pleasure so that those people can feed but then also for pain all the while she's like gushing blood because the vampires are feeding off of her i and she doesn't die no oh, she, it's God. almost like she can't die it was horrible so they're even more like obsessed with her yeah. um and i think it's been like it was like a year almost a whole yeah. year every day every day for a whole year before chaos realized realized what and then of course they came in and they fucking slaughtered everybody and but she does blame him and she said you know i need to go away from you like i need to heal and i need to be away from you in order to do that so now we flash to the present and you find out that was like 50 years ago and he did give her space he did they're in the same city they're in the same city yeah um, she hasn't physically seen him in 50 years, but they do like do FaceTime or whatever. Like he, he has to see her to yeah. she has to check in and all this kind of stuff. But she most of the time just leaves him the fuck alone. She doesn't want anything to do with him or his boys. She's a witch and she has uh, opened a store. Yeah. So that's what occupies her time. Well, now you flash forward to she's sitting in the parking lot outside of Chaos's club. And the way the club is described is it's like the nine circles of hell or whatever. It's like nine floors and every floor there's a different kind of kink. Like there's like a drug floor and there's a fuck floor and there's a dance floor. And I mean, it's just whatever. So she doesn't want to go. She doesn't want anything to do with this. She knows she has to see him. Apparently she's tried calling him and he didn't answer, but somebody came into her store and fucked her over. Yeah. And hit her and and she knew he was a demon. Well, chaos runs the underworld. So all the the creatures and the monsters don't know who he is, but they know enough to know don't fuck with him. Yeah. And she doesn't know who he is, except she knows he's powerful and in charge. So she goes to see him. So she rolls up on the club and one of the boys, you know, kind of is the bouncer and looks at her and he's like, oh, fuck. Like you showed up. Then there's about to be some shit that goes down. And he's like, why didn't you just call? She's like, I tried. He didn't answer. I need to see him. So she goes through this process of having to be led to him or whatever. The second he sees her, like she sees him and you just describe it. Like tatted, dark hair, Uh, blue eyes, white dress shirt, rolled up, tattoo showing, all the fucking hotness, all the power, all the everything. I was like... (laughs) I, even though you were a legit monster and a legit fucking asshole, I am all about what you're like now in this environment. So, you know, a lot of stuff goes down. She basically is just like, this is what's going on. And he's like, cool, thanks for telling me. But at the same time, like, let's talk about you. Why are you dressed like this? You dress like this to come see me, but you won't, you keep pushing me away, won't have anything to do with me because she's dressed like in a fuck me dress, right? 
Well, she has an online date. And yeah. she tells him the truth. She has an online date. And he, like, loses his shit. Well, and she's very clear. Because she... So they... Whatever. It, she hasn't, like, had an orgasm or been pleasured or any sex of any kind for 50, 50 years. years. Um, and she's... A, because she can't. Right. So she makes it very clear. Like, this is not a sexual relationship. I'm just looking for companionship. Mm-hmm. And this guy is it. I'm going to meet him. And Cass is like, hmm, no, yeah, we're not actually. No. Um, he so he takes her into his office, right? Mm. Um, and does naughty things to her. Yeah. And America's standing there, yeah, watching. Yeah. Oh. You have a feeling that that happens a lot. Yeah. That chaos unless Merrick is going mad won't let him touch her but he does let him in on it yeah. and like but she, again she has no idea Mm-mm. i mean i think that when she looks at him she feels a certain kind of way but she doesn't really know what that means she knows she's attracted to Merrick. yeah but she doesn't remember the past so she doesn't have any idea right yeah i know yeah. it's it's very yeah. it's very like lost love yeah. And, like, I wonder when she does find out, like, who she really yeah. is or whatever, and she remembers Merrick, like, I wonder if there's, like, a threesome situation that's going to happen that yeah. chaos has to bend. Yeah. Because now she's would be back yeah. in control. Yeah. I We learned to, uh, so she obviously needs his help. And he's like, you're not safe. And she's like, bitch, I've been taking care of myself for 50 years. I'm fine. And he's like, no, you're not. Um, you need to come stay with me. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. And he's like, well, I'm not helping you unless you do this. And she's like, fine. So he does like this blood bind contract that they have. Yeah. They have like some long contract and every time they make changes or demands, it's like a blood thing. Yeah. Um, but before she does the contract though, he basically goes into a different room of his little club and he, no, 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 no. The guy that walked into her witch shop and beat her was there at the club and walked up to their table and said horrible, nasty things. I even think he called her like a cunt sleeve or a dick sleeve, something. something. And I'm like, you motherfucker. And chaos is like, I'm so sorry. Who are you? Right. You, why are you talking to my girl this way? Yeah. She's like, I'm not his girl, but it's like, why are you doing it? He beats the ever living fucking shit out of him and puts the call out like i don't care what kind of monster you are i'm in control here none of you touch her yeah um and then he like that's when he pulls the whole you're not safe without me you need to come home kind of thing and she's like no i've restored iran so now he's doing some kind of contract bullshit like you have to come every weekend or she does find out um because when he's leaving to beat the shit out of what's his nuts um she goes to like text him something goes to text merrick something from chaos's phone from his jacket right and realizes that he's engaged to be married yeah so we're gonna pause there and take a break and then we'll be back and we'll talk about that because that's fun welcome back yep all right fucking vanessa so she finds out (laughs) he's engaged to be married to vanessa it did not escape my notice that she's literally the only person in this book that has a normal person name. Right. Um, she's like the daughter of like the head of like the Mexican cartel or something. Oh, I think it's the Italian mafia. Italian. I don't know. The yeah. head of, she's the daughter of the head of something. Right. That he needs access to. Right. So she's reading these texts and she <laughs> calls. On. She calls him. Hey there. I was like, <laughs> he is chaos. Like, Adrian calls him like Nasir. His last name's Nasir. Yeah. So she goes back and forth. Yeah. But I mean, she calls him asshole, fuckface, yeah. like tormentor, bastard, everything you could think of. K Bear? Well, that's because no. that's who he is. He is an asshole. He's the devil. He's everything horrible. Yeah. So while I'm, when I'm reading these texts from Vanessa, mm-hmm. you kind of get the idea that she doesn't, she knows who he is, but like, he's not really being who he is with her because 
Right. K-Bear ain't it. It ain't it. It's not it. No. That's not the vibe. And their text messages back and forth. He's being all nice to her. She pulled up, um, Adrian on his phone pulled up a picture. And he like was smiling and looking at Vanessa. Vanessa was looking at him all and she was like, whoa. So she doesn't remember things. Right. All she knows is like he won't fuck her. Right. So she's heartbroken Mm -hmm. because from the outside perspective, he looks like he's in love with this girl. Right. And he's like excited and happy to marry her. And they have like this great relationship and they fuck all the time. And she like, they miss each other and that's not what he is to her. So she's very upset. Yeah. But she's like, bitch, get your shit together. Do not show any emotion. Go out there, get what you came for and get the fuck out. Right. But I did feel really bad for her. I felt terrible for her. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't tell him. She does not mention the fact that she has seen these. Not yet. No. Anyway. So she, he doesn't know that she knows about Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was real sad. It was. And there's like, okay, so the contract bullshit that goes on whenever they do this like blood exchange, she always gets knocked out, but she says to us that normally she comes to in a couple minutes. Um, but in this particular case, she wakes up and it's like three in the morning and she's like wrapped around him in his bed. And she's yeah. like, what the absolute fuck? How the fuck did I get here? She had a nightmare about what had happened to her. So he found her like throwing her guts up in the yeah. toilet. And he was like, holy fuck, you told me you were okay. And she was like, I am not okay. You fuck. Yeah. And she was like, this is what happened to me. And I blame you for it. You didn't find me. You left me. You buried me alive. Yeah. You're a fucking prick. You won't fuck me. I fucking hate you. He does feel bad. Like he, he does. He does feel bad. And she can kind of see that he feels guilty, mm-hmm. which is odd for her because he doesn't really show compassion in any form to her. But he is being like compassionate in this moment in time. Right. And they get so, naked, yeah. like they get in the shower, they get naked. He's all sweet to her, but he gets her off yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And then, but this was a great like sex scene when they oh make boy. it to the bed. Okay. Yeah. Cause there's, I, it's like teasing. It's so much teasing because all they can do is like, you know, mouth and fingers mm-hmm. and, but she doesn't know why he just always tells her you're not worth fucking. And he was like, I've never fucked you in all these years we've been together, which she thinks she's only 299 years old. She doesn't know she's thousands. So cool. Anyway, so, but they come close, like really close. They're like wrapped up in this moment. And I think his like tip goes in. Yes. And he freaks the fuck out. And and, like like, throws her. Yeah. Yeah. And then tells her again, you're not worth fucking. So she she gets up and she she can't find her clothes because yeah. he like burnt her dress. Yeah. And she like takes the sheet and she wraps it around herself and she finds a piece of rope. It makes a belt and she takes off through his club because she was staying in a yeah. room in the club. Well, I think he went to the bathroom, so like she he didn't know that she was leaving. Right. Uh, and he ends up finding her and he's like, "You did not walk through my club in a goddamn toga." Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, bitch, I did. Yeah, the fuck I did. Like, he, she gets to her car. Yeah. She gets all the way to her car, yeah. and he, like, rips her out of the car, and she's over his shoulder, yeah. and back she goes. And it's ridiculous. And then, you know, she wants to say, why are you even bothering with me? Right. You're getting married. So she's trying to work something into the contract. Yeah. Like, okay, well, new rules to the contract. If you get married, I'm free. Yeah. And he's like, no. And she's like, okay. So you get married and I can start fucking other people. Yeah. And he's like, no. no. And she was like, okay, so I get married. And he's like, nope, none of this. Like, you don't, it doesn't yeah. matter. And But he still doesn't know that she yeah. knows. Yeah. Anyway, so eventually she does get to go back home because she runs a store. Yeah. And she's in her store and she's just trying to, like, figure out what she's going to do because fuck i just kicked the bear basically i right. walked into the hornet's nest and i'm mad that they're following me out you know we do meet her friend what mabel 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 i like she's her. this old lady who works yeah. in her store um she's not like super powerful she's not like a powerful witch no um but she does pretty much say like are you you're upset you're you're in love with she knows chaos she knows of him yeah and she's like you're in love with him and Anna's like no i'm not no, I'm absolutely not. And Mabel's like, mm, 
I think you are, though. I think you are, though, dear. And then you get more flashbacks because she tells you about, like, a time where, you know, she was really young and new to being around him. And she finally worked up enough nerve to, like, tell him that she was in love with him. Yeah. And he, like, laughed at her and then went and, like, fucked another person that worked in the club yeah. and all this kind of stuff. He's He's Here's the thing about him. And I... He has no redeeming qualities, not really, but it's like the whole time I was like waiting for there to be a redeeming quality. We've read a book before. I can't remember what his name was, but he had no redeeming qualities and I hated him. Mm-hmm. That's been what? a couple, I think. Um, I didn't feel that in this book. I, I think it's because I think that he doesn't have them because he's forced to not have them. Not because he doesn't care about her. Cause he does love her. Right. Um, so I feel like that might've saved him in my eyes as a reader. Like he is a terrible fucking monster devil person. Mm-hmm. He has no redeeming qualities, but I think that's because it was forced upon him. Yeah. So I didn't care. Well, when you get his, side because it's told from their yeah. other side so when you get his side or he's like talking to american stuff or they're they talk in an ancient language in front of her so she can't figure yeah. out what they're saying i think she's gonna figure it out soon. at some point yeah. she's gonna figure it out yeah but they always talk about like he loves her mm-hmm. they both love her they all love yeah. her they're mad at her because she did something spiteful yeah. That pissed those gods off. Yeah. And now they're all cursed. Yeah. But they have loyalty to her. And I don't really, I can't really wrap my head around the idea of to keep from not sticking your dick in this girl. You're going to pretend you hate her, but you're not going to let her like live a life away that's from just you. selfish. I mean. He is just a bona fide fucking yeah. asshole. But when you get these slivers of it from his yeah. point of view he wants his wife. It's yeah. his wife. He yeah. wants the love of his life back. Yeah. He wants his, his life back. He's doing something. He's working towards a goal. Yeah. And this is what I kind of understand what the goal is. So it's power that he has to have to be in control of all these, you know, other world people. Right. So there's apparently some kind of like meeting of the Lords and you're understanding, like, it's probably like the King of the vampires yeah. and the King of the Fae and, you know, all the people that have to come together under him. Mm-hmm. And he is doing something to get something in order to be the most powerful so that he has the attention of the gods. Right. Because he wants to reverse the curse. So he can reverse the right. curse. So all he can see is Engel. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be this. I have to act this way. I have to keep her like this yeah. in order to get this, to get our lives right. back. And this is also where you learn that he's with Vanessa because he needs her father. Right. Who I think is the vampire. I'm not quite sure yet. Or just the mafia yeah. part. Like, I don't know. Here's another thing that goes on here too is that what she can remember when her 300 years Mm -hmm. is that she loves him but she need she wants to be free and so she's decided the only way that she can truly get back at him is to crumble his empire right so she knows that he is involved in all the illegal stuff, which would be illegal for humans, but not necessarily for paranormals anyway. But you hear about they're together and then chaos gets a call and it's his men. And they're like, yep, the fucking trailer of whatever it was we ordered to appease this Lord was taken and the drivers don't know who did it. Like they were bewitched or whatever. So he has no idea who's disrupting his business and he needs all this business to fall into place so that he can do that thing that gets the attention of the gods to reverse the curse. (laughs) It's her. She's the one fucking with his shit. And the best part is, is that he doesn't think she'd ever do it. So he's very vocal and unaware of the things that he says in front of her. Right. Uh, He's very open about it. Um, And she's using that. She's using that information to get what she wants. Yeah. Now, the downside is, is I think there's like a total of 
three trucks, but she only took two trucks. Mm -hmm. So there's one truck that's missing and no one knows what's happening with it. Um, here's my thing here. If he would just communicate what he's attempting to attempt to with whomever, mm -hmm. perhaps maybe she'd be more on board with like helping out with that. But he's so secretive about what he's attempting to accomplish for himself and for her. He doesn't really bring her in on the plan. So she's just completely unaware. So she is fucking his shit up, but I feel like she wouldn't be if he would just be honest and tell her. Like, I, I don't think to, he can I need to get this so that this can happen. Right. But she doesn't know about the curse and they're not telling her. Well, he should tell her. I get you know that. What I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, I yeah. wish that he was just like more like open and honest about it because he knows that she hates him. Yeah. When you hate somebody and you want to get back at them, you're going to do things. I feel like he should know that. Yeah. Well, because he's done horrible right. fucking right. things to her. So anyway, he needs her help now because now they need to figure out who's got this third truck. Mm -hmm. And here is kind of where you learn how powerful she is. And she's kept secrets from him. From him about how much power she's able to wield. Because the last time he saw her wield power was 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. Maybe more. I'm not sure. But he's like, oh, shit. Like, you've gotten really powerful. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, bitch. Right. Back the fuck up. Mm -hmm. um, but sh you also learn that she is does blood magic and, like, dark magic right. with good magic. Um, but she's also been ostracized by the witch community. Mm -hmm. They don't want anything to do with her. They don't think that she's what she says she is. She's too powerful. She comes from... I think they called her unnatural. Yeah. Which technically... Yeah. She's 299 yeah. years old. Yeah. Well, older, but yeah. this body. See, my thought process as I'm reading this is she's going to be the one that can change the gods. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be chaos. No. I don't know that, obviously, because... No, no. I know read, this. You want to know why we know this? Feeling. It's yeah. Amelia. Oh, It's yeah. Amelia writing it. It's the this is what is she the, does yeah. with her female characters. Yeah. She knocks them the fuck down, yeah. but when they get up... Every motherfucker around them is going to bow upon her. Yeah. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, she's going to be a fucking force to, to yeah. reckon with. I swear to God. Yeah. But I think another fucked up like scene we can talk about is, you know, when she came to see him and was like, he was like, why are you dressed like a slut? And she was like, well, listen, I am got a date. But he's like, well, you can't fuck anyone. She's like, I wasn't going to. I just want companionship. Yeah. Well, she wakes up in her apartment and the head, uh, literally the decapitated yeah. head of Cameron is the guy that she was talking yeah. to, is laying next to her in her bed. And Chaos, like when she flips the light on, Chaos is like in the corner, like, here's your lover, bitch. And she's like, he was never my lover, you fucker. But he was so jealous yeah. of her wanting this other person mm. to be in her life where he can't be. Yeah. He was so jealous that he cut this motherfucker's head off. Well, we also find out that this guy is part of yeah. the witch hunters or yeah. monster hunters that so they have been. Thing. Yeah. Another set of you characters know. that come yeah. in and fuck with them from time to time. Yeah. So that's all a thing. Um, their back and forth is still a thing. Yeah. Everyone's got their own secrets. All this bullshit is happening. Like, but you're getting towards the end of the book and you're like, oh my God, what the fuck? What the fuck is happening? Yeah. What the fuck is happening? Okay, here's where it basically some shit happens that comes to an end. The hunters yeah. get to her house and she has escaped. Like she has always had some kind of like yeah, escape, escape plan. plan set up or whatever. She finds out that her, she goes to her neighbor's house, like hide yeah. before they find her and stuff. And um, her neighbor's been dead yeah. for like a year. Like it's ridiculous. She didn't notice. Like she yeah. feels awful, but she's also running for her life. But then she gets kind of fed up and decides to start killing these motherfuckers. Yeah. And she does, but they shoot her with like arrows and stuff. Or and something. they're poisoned yeah. and or spelled or yeah. magic or something is so happening. Poisons a witch and like depletes her power essentially is what I gathered from that. Right. 
So that day, um, before all this happened, Chaos and her have one of their normal conversations, which is a fucking bitch fest. And he basically lets her know, like, stay away from the club tonight. Like, just stay away from me tonight. I will talk to you tomorrow. And she's like, well, what the fuck? Well, she figures out that Vanessa has now come to town. Well, she figures out because Vanessa calls him and he puts her on fucking speakerphone. Yeah. That is harsh as fuck. It was a was like really so cringy. It was very cringy because Ugh. he was all like his voice changed. Baby, he was super like, sweet. Hey, like, bear. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. So she's spitting fucking nail she's so mad and he knows that she's mad but she's not gonna like admit to any of that bullshit anyway so she's hurt now she's done killed motherfuckers she chopped their heads off put them in a bag but she needs help because like magical help or whatever because she has like two arrows in her that are poisoned and she can feel a poisoned bullet running through her system so she barely makes it fucking alive oh yeah he He doesn't answer so she goes to the club. The guys at the door are like, bitch, you know you can't be here. And she was like, look at me. Look look, look at me. And they're like, oh, holy fuck. Yep. Like, something's wrong with something's you. Something's wrong yeah. with you. Let's go. And she busts in and he, Chaos, is with Vanessa, like all hugged up yeah. and all romantic and sweet. And they're like, get the fuck out. He looks at her and he was like, I told you to stay the fuck away from me. Yeah. Get the fuck out. And I'm thinking, you're looking at her. With arrows sticking out of her. Blood everywhere. And the only thing you could think to say is get the fuck out. And before she can explain, like, I need your help. I'm going to die. Uh, Vanessa starts getting up and running her mouth. You heard my man. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, you're a nasty bitch. Who is this bitch? What's going on? Oh, she's nobody. Blah, blah, blah. All right, you heard my man. You're nobody. Get the fuck out. And she's, I'm literally bleeding to death standing there in front of him. And finally, I think it's Merrick that realizes something's wrong. Yeah. He's like, holy shit, like, you're really hurt. And she's like, yeah, basically, fuck you. Yeah. And she, like, goes to leave. And Chaos ends up, like, catching up to her, right? Mm-hmm. And realizes that she's, like, in a really bad way. Yeah. Um, And then she, like, passes out, right? Mm-hmm. And then the book ends. Yeah, it's something like some. she's back at her place. And she's ready to die. Yeah, like she's dying. She's dying. Yeah. And he shows up and then he like starts to be sweet to her and like hold her. Yeah. And Merrick comes in and Merrick's like, oh, fuck. And he was like, yep, yeah, I'm the one that's had to hold. She's my wife. And yeah. I'm the one that's had to hold her as she's died all yeah. these years. And they think that she's going to, to die. die. Yeah. Um, and she's fighting it. And then they get attacked. Yep. <clears throat> so I don't remember if it's more witchy people you don't remember how I think it is witchy. Is it witchy people or the hunters? I think it's the witch, the witches. Yeah. I don't They get I attacked know, while she's dying. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is that the book literally ended and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Well, she find it's something like she finally realized it was time to let go. She's yeah. going to die and it goes like fades to black and that's how it ends. Yep. I was just like, "No." Yeah. Yeah. So again, I will, I know it's going to be a while, but I will be flagging it to read the second book right away. I haven't decided yet. Mm. Here's, well, okay. So what would you, what would you dick score this? I'm going to dick score this a four. Um, even though there was a lot of dick, but no sex. Yeah. But I know that once this curse is lifted, okay, I, I know Amelia's books. Yeah. So, I mean, she might change it now, but yeah. here's, I know that at some point, Adrian's going to get her memory yeah. or she's going to realize she's more than what they are yeah. and the power is going to shift yeah. and she's going to get the power and she's going to make all these motherfuckers that lied to her and treated her like shit, she's going to make them all pay. Yeah. But I also know that she's going to fuck the shit out of this man and when they get to fuck it's going to be amazing yep so while i feel like this series could turn into a five um i'm like barely a three and that's only because well yes there was no sex but 
this doesn't even have anything to do with sex, my rating, which usually it does, but mm-hmm. I was so confused. I feel like there are more holes in the plot line that created my confusion. I understand it was the purpose of the book. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure those holes are going to get filled in as the series goes on, which is very smart. Yeah. But I don't enjoy reading a book if I'm constantly like, what the fuck is going on? I was just very confused. Um, but I intrigued at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just do a three. I really want to read them having sex. So like, I'm probably going to continue reading, but Mm -hmm. I hope those holes get filled ASAP because I can't, I don't do confusion. And the other Amelia Hutchins books I've read, I was not ever confused. So I don't know. I think that this is going to be, like I said at the beginning, a longer series. Well, all her series are, but I think it's going to be a long series. And I think that's creating a world here that there was so much that was put into just one book. I mean, you have to think like in her head, her past is only 299 years, but in his head, it's all thousands of years. And um, there's so much history Mm -hmm. and there's so many lives that she's had too before that, that there's going to be so many flashback scenes and stuff. And I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. Yeah. I just don't love. I'm fucking fascinated by him. He is such a legit fucking prick. I am fucking fascinated. Yeah. I'll be curious to see where she goes with it. No, I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. Yeah. Well, this was our season finale. Mm -hmm. So we are going to take some weeks. Just a short break. Break. Yeah. Um, We come back on June 14th. June 14th. We don't even know what we're coming back with yet. No. So surprise yeah yeah we'll pick something yeah we'll look at something there's always books on the tbr yeah uh and like suggestions and stuff like that so in the meantime if any authors have a book coming out or our listeners are reading a book that they think would be good for an episode please message us because we don't have anything planned for next season yet yeah so let us know if there's something you want us to review yeah i like it All right. All right, you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, Smut Hive listeners. Just a quick reminder. Don't forget to go onto our TikTok and Instagram page. Like, follow, do all the fun things. We also have a link in our Instagram bio that takes you to Spotify and Apple. Leave us a review.